This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey, everyone. Topic number two with Mr. Greg Dickerson this morning. First, if you didn't watch topic number one, make sure you do and stay tuned to the end. Greg drops this challenge for you. Basically, you look fear in the eye. Uh, I'm not going to steal any more thunder than that, but it was really, really powerful. So, so make sure you watch that the last 90 seconds or so of our episode number one, Greg. So first off, that closing, man. Wow. Where, where'd that come from? I don't know. We were talking and all of a sudden it hit me and I'm like, you know what? If you want to change your life right now, this second, and then boom. Yeah. Folks, we're not going to say it here, but go watch that video. Get your notebook out. It was pretty cool. It gave me goosebumps, frankly. But on to topic number two, we're going to talk about self-made real estate millionaires. And when I brought this topic up with you, you almost bristled because you're like, <laughs> dude, nobody is self-made. I'm like, all right, well, let's talk about that. So, uh, so, so what, you had a visual reaction when I said self-made real estate millionaires. I'm like, oh, I pushed a button. Well, you know, it's anything, anybody, anything. Number one, you didn't create yourself, right? So we were brought into this world, you know, and created by God and then birthed through our parents. And then we were brought up. So we were brought up and taught by somebody. So everything that we are, everything that we do, everything we believe came from an influence of something somewhere. We got educated. Uh, people poured into us, people taught us. And, uh, and then, you know, once you start that entrepreneurial career as a real estate investor, real estate developer, uh, you can't do anything by yourself. You can't do it. Okay. You need number one, a closing attorney, yeah. you know, you got to be able to find the property. So you've got to have something that somebody created to get you to the property. I mean, sure you could walk, but you didn't create your feet. Mm. So anyways, the team is, you know, all of the things that you need to pull off that transaction. So if it's a cash transaction, well, you got to have a bank to facilitate that transaction. You're not going to hand a bag of cash to somebody for a property unless it's really cheap. Mm. So there's got to be banking. There's got to be attorneys. There's got to be lenders. Um, sometimes there's real estate agents. Uh, and then there's people that taught you the business along the way. So you didn't just wake up and learn how to be a real estate investor. You learned that somewhere mm -hmm. from somebody or something, either a book, course, mm -hmm. seminar, or individuals. So nobody is self-made. Everybody has had somebody or something pour into them to help them get to a place where they can move forward and move on. Now, the one thing that I do kind of, um, I'm not really into today, like a lot of people are teaching or promoting, you know, is, is bringing on all these partners, especially in real estate syndication, apartment yeah. syndication, and promoting, hey, you got to have all these partners to be able to do this. And you know, have this huge team that everybody gets a piece of the pie to be successful. You don't need that. You can do those things yourself and then outsource and hire the other pieces that you need. Yeah. So you don't have to bring on 20 different partners to pull off a deal, but you do need investors. You do need the attorneys, the accountancy, and you know, all of the other components that go along with it. So um, to be successful in any business, whether it's real estate or anything else, it takes a team effort. So for anybody to say, I am totally self-made, I did it all on my own, that just isn't true because nobody does it absolutely 100% on their own. Yeah, first and foremost, you're absolutely right. I've said many times that that uh, some of my early failures or maybe mistakes is I thought the answer lived between me and my keyboard. 
right? I was, I was going to figure it out, right? I, I was smarter than everybody else who come before me and I was just going to figure it out. Go, now, go mistakes ahead. can be self-made. Yeah, so it no. doesn't take a team to mess up. <laughs> you can a- do that all by yourself. A- amen to that. I have plenty of self-made <laughs> mistakes and I'll own all of them. Uh, but really where I was going with that is, is it really is the power of the network, right? Real estate, again, for all that sticks and bricks and wiring, it's, it's a people business. And they're, mm-hmm. the, the people, the roles, your network, who helped you, who's, who's, who, you, who consoles you when you have a bad day because bad days happen. You're absolutely right. It, 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 it is a team or a family or, or a collection of, of people moving in the same direction. So, so you're absolutely right. The, no, the notion of self-made in real estate is, is just- Yeah, so, you know, and that's in the truest sense of the definition of the word and the term self-made. Now, what most people think of when they're thinking self-made is, you know, nobody gave me money, Nobody gave me property. Nobody gave me an advantage. So in one sense, you could look at self-made as saying, you took the initiative to go out and start something on your own without anybody giving you some sort of a leg up or an advantage or whatever. And then you tapped into that network and the resources and everything that you are and have learned and you put it into action. So that you do, you do that on your own. You take action on your own. Nobody can take action for you. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, but the true definition of self-made, I think, um, just doesn't exist because it just there's just nothing in this world that's done absolutely completely by yourself. You've learned how to even get there to be able to take that action somewhere, somehow, from yeah. someone at some point in time. Yeah, really, really for me, when I use the self-made, is it's it's obviously a catch, right? It's going to be in the title; mm-hmm. people are going to see it. But it really is that going back to before we had anything, and we meaning Olivia and I, was like you know, walking through, again, I, I can still visualize walking through the bookstore being defeated because mm-hmm. I just lost 150 grand in the stock market. <laughs> I can still, I mean, I, part of the reason uh, I'm still motivated is I can hold on to that fire and that memory, right? It still kicks me in my ass every day. Um, but yeah, that's what I mean by self-made is we, yeah. we made the decision. And then, yeah. The other thing I want to point out is uh, your network changes, right? Who I was and who I needed when we had one house is very different than we, when we had a hundred or, or nearly 200. Right. So you as the individual, you need to make choices about who to add to your team, who to remove, because that's a big problem for a lot of people is they don't realize that the friends they have today may need to change. And it's hard for them. Right. And that's that's another reality I see. Yeah. Yeah. You you know, you've heard the old adage, your net worth is your network. You know, Mm -hmm. you are who you hang around or the sum of the people you hang around. And what I always say is if you're the smartest person in the room, you got to get a different room. Yeah. You know, if you're the wealthiest person, you know, well, you need to meet more people. So, uh, or the most successful. Now that's if you're, that's your bent and that's the direction you're heading. And we're, we're talking about how to create wealth and how to create success on these channels and do things. So you always want to surround yourself with people that are better, smarter, uh, you know, and have more resources than you so that you can, you can, you know, work together and bring each other along in terms of self-made, you know, going back to that. So, I mean, I started with nothing. So mm-hmm. I had no advantages. I had nobody that gave me anything. I, had, I didn't come from money. You know, my dad was a military guy, middle-class. Um, so everything I did, I had to go do on my own and I had to build it from scratch. I couldn't get money from banks. I remember sitting down in banks going, man, I've got good credit. I own a house. How come you won't loan, loan me money to do this business? Mm-hmm. And that, you know, cause I hadn't done it. And I hadn't proven to them that I even understood the business, you know, so it was really funny. And, you know, I financed all of my first, um, you know, business adventures through uh, the dealership with those zero interest loans I was talking about, credit cards. I don't advise doing that, but I had no choice. So I was using credit cards to fund 
and finance my business as I went along. And then I was using cash flow from the business. So I reinvested constantly back in the business instead of buying the big house and buying the big car and getting a jet and doing all those things. I reinvested in the business and into real estate so that down the road, I could do all of those other things and have all of those other things if that's what I wanted, you know, versus right then and right there. And it's really funny, you know, how so many people are working for the payday today versus the end game down the road and the ultimate goal and the equity of what it is that you're doing and you're creating as you go along. You know, they're taking, I want, I want that cash now versus man, let's build equity, let's build value and let's build a future down the road. And, you know, unfortunately that's the world we're in now with the instant gratification. I mean, you can get anything you want right now on your phone, delivered to you, ready for pickup, whatever it is, you know, and it's kind of, it's kind of very difficult to, understand how you and I came up where, you know, there's a little price to be paid first and that there's more value down the road oftentimes than there is right now. And then there's times when there's the right now, GameStop, Bitcoin, you know, there are opportunities that are right now too. Yeah, it's very interesting. I really do like the idea. And again, when we talked about this, I, I saw you bristle at the notion of self-made. So I think you're absolutely right, right? It does take a team. Uh, and I also like the fact that we've identified a couple of spots that are self-made, right? Mistakes. I thought that was awesome. And then the, yeah. the fire, the trigger that gets you started. I think I think everybody owns that kind of individually uh, going forward. You know, the funny thing is like in my websites and everything that I've ever done all along the way, I always talked in terms of we, mm -hmm. and people would always ask me, well, who's we? You know, when you say we did this, we did that, they said, who's, you know, they're like, who's we? Do you have a partner? Do you have a backer? And everybody used to always ask me because I did so much so fast. They're like, you you know, who's your backer? Who's backing? Yeah. Nobody, you know, I'm like me. You know, and, and, and I'm like, but we did this, we did that. And they're like, well, who's we? I'm like, it's my company. It's my team. Ah. You know, when I took a company from zero to 30 million in seven years from scratch with no investors, no backers, no knowledge, I didn't even know how to build a house, much less a multi-million dollar house or commercial building or develop, you know, a subdivision. I hired great people who taught me hmm. and I took them there with me. So we did it together. You know, so I can all day long write a book and go self-made this or that, but it's just not true. No, I love that. Recognition of the team, the people that got you. I guess one other question going back to the middle of this, the people you worked with when you were like zero to your first 2 million, did, did the teams change or did your network mm -hmm. change when you got to 20 or 30 million? I'm guessing, but I don't know. Well, not in terms of the company. So the building company, what I did was I, you know, I knew I wanted to build this company. So the, I went to the largest company in the area that had been there the longest, the most successful mm. that was doing 60 million a year, 50, 60 million a year. I hired their top people. So they were already there. Oh. And then we just maxed out and we got as far as we could go before the market changed, you know? Oh so that was as far as we could build it. And then, you know, the crash happened. Uh, so we were on a tear. We could have easily been 60 to 100 million had the you know market not crashed and stopped us. I mean, that's the only thing that stopped us. So no, those people were the same <clears throat> that I went from, well, so it was different from zero to a point. Okay. Right. So when I was a remodeling handyman company, that was one set of individuals in terms of the people that, that worked in the company um, that went from zero to a, a couple of million. Then when I started building new construction houses, I brought in a whole new set of people. That's what I was asking. Yeah. To do that. that. Yeah. Now the other thing is, and to, okay. So then once I reached that point, um, you know, I upgraded my accountant and my attorney for tax purposes. Sure. When I started getting more sophisticated, um, I brought on a chief financial officer. So I no longer, so I had a bookkeeper that kept track of all that. And for people listening, I had one bookkeeper 
that did the books for all of my construction companies, all of my businesses, all of my real estate deals, all of my nonprofit ventures, and administrative assistant as well. But one bookkeeper kept track of all of that through QuickBooks. Mm. So I tell everybody, get that office manager slash administrator slash slash slash. I mean, she did a ton for me. But then I supported her with an accountant, attorney, chief financial officer, you know, for all the technical stuff. Um, so she stayed with me my whole career, my, my core bookkeeper. Um, but I always supported her with, you know, higher level staff. And, um, and then, you know, uh, partners, joint ventures, all that, you know, those grew and became more sophisticated as I, I went along as well. And then the employees that I had that were employees of the remodeling handyman company, I turned them into subcontractors. I helped them start their own business so they could go, you know, work with me and then grow from there. So that's kind of how the team evolved as the business evolved. Very, very cool. Again, self-made, you're part of a team, uh, but it's your fire, your mistakes. I, I love this conversation. Thank you very much, Greg.